This is the election that put Mintz on the map, right? Yeah. Because he outperformed the Republican People's Party, which, as you might have guessed from election night, Jamie, not that difficult. No. Not that difficult. But he... I remember this very distinctly, that people were like, oh, look at Mintz. They weren't calling him Mintz back then, obviously. It's like Corbyn, look at these rallies he's getting in Istanbul. A million people show. I'm like, that's normal. That's a normal... They'll be calling him Mintz next time, though. <laughs> yeah, that's right. When he runs for the third time's the charm. <laughs> no, but he's no, but like people are like, oh, look, I'm like, this is normal. Like, do, like, do British people are so fucking like detached from their politicians yeah. that they see people shopping like this guy's definitely going to win. He got thirty point, he got thirty one percent of the vote, which is you know fine, you know more than I got. Can, well, so yeah, more than more than he got the next time, obviously, because <laughs> he withdrew part way through. But but I was just thinking, what do we know about mints? What do we actually know about mints? Genuinely, what do what do we what do we know about our boy mints? Well, we know he got 0.4 percent of the vote in the election, <laughs> which, <laughs> which is pretty which is pretty good considering he wasn't running. Considering he very publicly had a strop and then flounced out of the race. Yeah, yeah I think he did pretty well, actually. Took, took his fucking <laughs> ball home. Yeah, he really fucking did. The, to- the thing is, this guy was a big boy in the Republican People's Party. Like a proper... He was like deputy leader of the parliamentary group and shit like that. He was yeah. a big boy. And I think it says a lot about how... So my parents love to say to me, no, the Republican People's Party, it's got a deep bench of really talented and interesting political thinkers. I'm like, first of all, you lot fucking... I mean, like, I'm not going to say specifically, but you lot definitely didn't were not saying that in the 70s and 80s. I'm just going <laughs> to say you were not saying that shit about this party back then. Next part is, fucking Mince was the number two guy for a while. He was their presidential candidate. Like, Mintz was the successor to the Turkish Keith guy. Yeah. He was going to be next in line until, you know, they won the Istanbul and Ankara mayoral elections. And then, you know, those guys obviously become next in line because they've actually won something, right? Yeah. Whereas Mintz has never won anything other than his... E- he didn't even... I don't think in 2018 he even won his home province. No, he didn't. He lost his home province. His home province is this little... Um, so there's like Istanbul, and if you take the ferry across, there's like Bursa, obviously, but there's like this little bit called Yalova. That's where he's from. He didn't uh, even fucking win his home province. By the way, his home province has a population of like 80,000 fucking people. It's not hard to fucking win. And yeah. he still didn't. He still couldn't fucking do it. Like, just an absolute fuck. I mean, to be fair, I say it's an absolute fiasco. He did very well in the yeah. election. Like, he did very well compared to his dog shit political party. I think he even outperformed the Alliance as well, because the Alliance did pretty shit. Yeah, like, he out- he actually basically performed slightly worse than the Alliance in total. Because the Alliance in total got 34, he got 31. And another person from his Alliance was running who got 7.3. Yeah. Actually, another one was also running who got 1. So they all outperformed their Alliance by a lot. Which makes me wonder how they fucked it, actually, now I think about it. But, um, <laughs> dedication like, to their craft yeah they're they're very good at fucking it also the fucking fash party somehow gained vote seats at that election i'm just fucking astonished by how they stick around i guess it's because they don't have any politics so people are like yeah i'm a fucking racist and just vote yeah. for them which i guess is quite a big constituency in turkey to be honest never so. have to campaign on the issues do you no, they literally don't. They literally don't. They just campaign on we support Erdogan. Also, we hate Kurdish people and Shias and Greeks. And also, here's 
Also, I don't know if I've shown you the picture of um of the literal leader of the fascist party presenting a Turkish map. No. Oh, hold on. Because it caused a diplomatic incident. Because, <laughs> you know, it's like one thing for dipshit YouTubers yeah. to be making, like, dumbass maps, right? Um... But it's, it's a different, thing. different matter entirely when, like, an elected official claims yeah, like Poland or something. Like, the guy who fucking is propping up the president of the country next to you, that's a fucking problem, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he- here he is, uh, the biscuit twink destroyer himself, uh, <laughs> <laughs> claiming every island in the Aegean as Turkish, and it, posing other, with the... Who's that other oh. guy? Is that the biscuit twink himself? That might be, but he's a bit, he's a bit tall to be a twink, but yeah, I think he might be the biscuit twink. Um, the fucking US had to fucking comment on it. The US had to wade <laughs> in on the, on the map. Like, yeah. and also you will notice that he is there with pictures in the, well, the listeners won't notice, he's there with pictures in the background. There's him on the right, naturally, mm-hmm. uh, in that picture. He looks like, he looks so fucking frail for a fascist. He's like Bolsonaro, but like appropriately aged. Yeah. Obviously Mustafa Kamal there in the middle, that makes a lot of sense. And that there is Arpaslan Turkesh on the left, which if only Ben were, were here, yeah. it could have driven them fucking mental. 